Before we get started with the show, I'm going to do something I never, ever do, and that is apologize. Unfortunately, the audio on this interview is really rough. We had two separate problems. I've got two guests, and they're both fantastic, and everything they had to say was really, really interesting. But one of them had a bird in the room, and the bird was quiet for the beginning. And in fact, the bird had been quieted down just to make sure the recording was good. But the bird wakes up partway through the show. The other problem is uh, the other guest was inside a car and then her mother kept opening the door to the car. So suddenly you'll hear street noise. You'll hear people moving packages in and out. Um, it was a little rough. The content, I think, is still fantastic. And I, I hate to start with an apology, but I wanted you to know, uh, please don't send me hate mail about the recording. I know there were challenges, but I hope you can get past that and enjoy this week's episode of Chit Chat Across the Pond. Well, it's that time of the week again. It's time for Chit Chat Across the Pond. This is episode number 567 for October 8th, 2018. And I'm your host, Allison Sheridan. This week's our guest, this week, our guests are Nurse Coronado and Dan Eckmeyer. Nurse and Dan just traded up from the iPhone 7 to the iPhone 10s, and they wanted to give us their unique perspectives on this change as blind users of the technology. How are you guys doing today? Good. Oh, we're doing okay. We're All right. Doing good. Well, I'm excited to have these guys on. Um, We were going to pretend we did this on purpose. It happens to be White Cane Day when we're recording, and it also happens to be Meet the Blind Month. So uh, anyway, I thought that would uh, be fun to tell you guys about. But, you know, at, uh, at potfee.com, every day's Meet the Blind Month. So it's not a... Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yep. We don't have to have a special day around here. Okay, so um, nurse, let's start with you. You so you had an iPhone seven uh, before. What what motivated you you to uh, upgrade? Well, I had to switch since uh, one of my parents needed a new phone, so I decided to let them have mine. And also, due to the fact of the new no home button, that would have been a lot easier for me at least to use. Okay, that's so. okay. The um, I love that you use the classic excuse of having to flow it down, right? We, I, I need I need to get some more relatives so I can do it faster. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So Dan, did you have the uh, did you have a similar motivation? In yeah, yeah, upgrading? yeah, yeah. And 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 plus, you know, it uh, eventually gets to a point where uh, you know developers uh, put um, you know support into their apps for, uh, you know, later model devices. And uh, uh, I didn't want to be, you know, behind and have, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 um, I know people that still have, gosh, iPhone 5Cs. <laughs> My brother is so- sporting an iPhone 4. Just so you know, <laughs> I am not kidding well, my, you. The funny thing is he takes amazing photos with it, too. Wow. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, Nurse, you, you mentioned the home button, and that's that's probably the biggest adjustment for everyone, sighted or blind. Um, when you switch away from the uh, from the home button to face ID, what, give us your feedback. What did you think about it? Well, at first, getting used to not having a home button was a bit different and it took a little getting used to and uh but eventually i got really used to doing that and voiceover was telling me where to go so 
or I heard a little click sound too. Oh, as when it unlocks, as, you can hear it unlock. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Did you? And have, then as you scroll with the home button, without the home button, you scroll up the screen. You'll hear different clicks until, like for instance, a click for the app switcher, a click for yeah. canceling, and a click yeah, for the home button. Yeah, yeah, it's. So. I think they've really accommodated for uh, lack of a home button, you know, really yeah. well. And, and 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 to be honest, I don't miss it. I don't miss it either. <laughs> That's interesting because I, I, before we knew how well it was going to work, I know people were concerned, you know, at least I can feel a home button when I can't see. How am I possibly going to do Face ID without being able to see? Well, Face ID, Face ID is... That is a challenge. Yeah, I got to say it is. And, and, and you know, um, I believe I heard uh, Samsung, they are you know, working on, you know, having a, a, a touch ID sensor under the uh, display or, um, yeah, I've heard and that sort that. of thing. And yeah, face ID for me was interesting. I did get it set up and, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so hang on, hang on. You guys are confusing me. And let me start with Dan on this. You guys just finished saying lack of a home button, no big deal, got used to it real quick, it's awesome, it does all these things, and then you say Face ID is a challenge, but Face ID is what you have instead of a home button, right? Or I guess well, you're talking about the normal operation after the phone is unlocked. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, I, I'm sorry, what I, what I should have been asking you is the first question is Touch ID versus Face ID, not Home Button versus oh, Face sorry. ID. Oh, well, well, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's back up. Going from the from Touch ID, where you could feel it, to face ID, Dan, what was challenging about, about switching over? Well, they, in the, in the uh, setup of face ID, I found, you know, getting the phone, you know, you know, pointed in the, uh, the uh, right direction. So I could set up face ID was, was interesting because I've never had any sites. So pointing a camera, not exactly intuitive and first nature. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I have to. I have to so confess, it was though. Try so on air. It was, uh, I had the yeah. iPhone 10, and I got the 10s. And as you know, part of what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to look at the camera and roll your head around in a circle, and it's supposed right. to look at your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that 20 times on my second phone. Before I realized I was supposed to hit next before I started doing this. So it was showing me the little animation. I'm like going, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. What's right? This is my second phone. I've done it before. And I totally screwed it up. I felt like an idiot afterwards, of course. And sort of the nice thing is, is if you have, you know, voiceover on after the the uh, setup of the face ID, it'll say, you know, face ID is ready with, you know, voiceover on it's. You know, switches the uh, uh, attention setting off. So, oh, explain attention setting to the audience. Everybody might not know about that. Well, with it on, um, you have to like. I guess the user would have to like look directly at the phone to to get it to unlock or authenticate. And with it off, that's you know not the case they so and so do you do you have eyeballs that would work to do that or not i tried it and I, 
Hit no miss? go. Oh, okay. <laughs> no go at all. <laughs> How about you, Nurse? Yeah, for me, face ID was also challenging, and I tried the head in a circle, like you said, and all that stuff. I got it active, and um, yet it's not working the way it should for someone that's not sighted. So it's a hit and miss type of thing all the time. So do, um, do, do you have the attention turned on or off? It's off, and even even with it off, it's still a challenge. Yeah. I, I yeah. wonder whether you might want to try training it again because it is pretty easy to do. It is, um, it is. Because I'm, I'm wondering why that would be. Face ID is, I mean, crazy rock solid for most people. And I'm trying to think why. I mean, I, the only thing I could think of is if the phone isn't pointed directly at you and you can't, you can't sense that you're not pointing it at you. Oh, right, right. If you if you point the back of the cam- the phone at you, it won't work at all. By the way, just a little tip. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, this is the front cameras that mm-hmm. that are are being used for face ID. Yeah, exactly. So you're just saying, nurse, that sometimes you look at it or you point it at you and you don't hear the unlock click. Yeah, it doesn't even unlock, which is interesting. Hmm. I and my alarm say, "Try again, try again." And same with mine. And, it says, "Try again, put phone higher," or. Oh, so it does well, like the initial that. setup of face ID. She's yeah. talking about like the. Well, either one, yeah. Um, one thing that you guys may not know is that having a certain amount of light on your face is also kind of important, um, at least when you're training it. That's what oh. I thought too. So if you, if you train it in the dark, I mean, it does have infrared cameras and things, but if you you'll give it more of a fighting chance if you have a, a fair amount of light. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Makes sense and completely unintuitive for you, right? At the same uh, time. Yeah. Very, very. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe give, exactly. give that uh, give that a try. Um, let's see. Norris, you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, shutting down the phone and using Siri with the lock button. Um, what, what have you experienced with that? Uh, so now on the new phone that I have, you have to press the lock button down and hold it. And then Siri comes up and you could ask it a question. Which is very, it'll be different for a few people that get a new phone like this because they're used to their home button and holding it down. Yeah, you know, I think that one isn't a sighted issue versus blind because um, I've gotten really adept at accidentally taking screenshots because I'm trying to hold that down. Me too, yeah. When I want to shut down the phone, it, it... Takes a screenshot and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> I've had that happen too because I wasn't used to shutting the phone down with two buttons. I was used to just one button, with, one, which was yeah. a lock screen. So now yeah. when we use both, it's kind of interesting. Sometimes you'll get the camera, sort of a sort of a timing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, gotta be, yeah. Yeah, I think we're we're all kind of struggling with that. I I I hope that Apple will keep honing that part of the interface and how it works. I have seen them make some changes over time from the iPhone 10 to the 10s. I mean, and and iOS 11 um, on some things like you guys have not gotten the great joy uh, of when we used to be, have to swipe and hold in the app switcher until the jiggle jiggle came up and the X came up and then we could quit an app. It right, was yeah. really annoying. So you guys got yeah. to skip that, luckily. Exactly. Right. 
That was horrible. Everybody hated that. So Apple is, has apparently been listening to how much we hated it. Um, they have, yeah. Nurse, uh, you also uh, wanted to talk about lock screen notifications. What's the uh, what's the problem with that? Well, the problem with lock screen notifications is not many might know, or some might at least, that have this problem is when you get a notification, you're not able to actually click the notification like you used to, and it would take you into the notification. You have to now swipe down to where it says view, or you double tap and hold it. So, which I did uh, mention to Apple that that was an issue, and they confirmed that it's actually an issue with a software update. Oh, that's good. That they have to update. And I also gave a few pointers of of uh, the other thing we were talking about, which is Face ID. I told him what you know. Maybe they can add a hint on Voiceover that lets people know, okay, uh, how to look at it or where you're at. You know, more hints than just what they're giving now. So they said they've taken that into account. Oh, that's good. Now, do you have a method of direct communication with Apple that the rest of us don't have? Oh, good. Well, I talked to, well, we call the Apple accessibility team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They do do have a a, uh, accessibility uh, number that, um, you know, people can call to uh, to uh, talk to their their uh, reps uh right in the uh the accessibility department um, oh that's excellent I've, can i call him? i've done that oh yeah i've done that um <laughs> i've done that a number of times um oh, that's, and uh that's it's neat. it's worked out good okay but yeah like i was saying notifications on the lock screen are just not unlocking properly or sometimes and it's only happening with certain devices data. like yeah. like uh, i'm not experiencing it at all, Nuris is, and a uh, friend of ours that's got a sick ass. He he said he's he's uh, experiencing the same thing. So, so it's uh, like only on certain devices, and it's oh, that's interesting. And yet they're yeah. acknowledging there is something wrong. Well, they, they have yeah, and I did it. <laughs> I explained to them that on uh, eleven point three, it didn't have that issue, and. I tested it even at a T-Mobile store. I said, well, let's see how this is with 12 and uh, earlier update. And they said 11.3 wasn't having that issue and 12.0 was. Interesting. Have you installed, uh, I think there's a 12.0.1 that came out yesterday or the day before? Yep, that didn't fix it either. So it might take a while until that's fixed. Okay. All right. Uh, Dan, um... What about the uh, speakers on the iPhone XS? Are you noticing any difference between that and the iPhone Seven? Oh yeah, huge improvement. They're, they they're I would say they're almost comparable to the uh, internal speakers on my my uh, MacBook Air. <laughs> wow! Like, like really uh, huge improvement. They're 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 um, the uh, stereo spread. Um, you know, between the two of them seems to be a lot, uh, lot wider, and it's I, uh, it things just sound more bassier, and it's yeah, oh, nice. So, uh, other than listening to voiceover, are you talking about listening to music and such, or what do you listen? Yeah, to? yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast as well, and and uh, yeah. 
Okay. That's cool. I haven't really noticed that. I haven't played with them. Um, I do definitely notice the speakers on the iPads, the two iPad Pros, the 12.9 and the mm-hmm. 9.7 mm-hmm. that I have. Uh, I don't have the 10.5, but the speakers on those are amazing. Mm-hmm. So Apple's, I, I, I'm appreciating how much they've brought that along, at least with the iPads. I used to use a um, a portable Bluetooth speaker with mine so that we could listen to it like a TV in the morning when we're getting ready. And when when we got the uh, te- the iPad Pros, man, we we haven't used it. It is just completely dust covered because the speakers are so good on that now. Right. So that's kind of neat. Um, that's nurse, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, nurse, you had a problem, another issue. It sounded like you had a lot of issues with your phone. <laughs> uh, problems with the volume of voiceover? Uh, oh, yeah. That was that was also part of a software issue from Apple. I even reported that. And um, they what, said... What was the issue? Uh, basically, voiceover would go on a higher volume when you unlocked it. And then when... After you unlock the phone, it went back to normal. Like when you hit the uh, the uh, the uh, lock the button, side, yeah, the like side it'll button. it'll like go uh, really loud for uh, just a second, and then like uh, go, go back down to whatever volume you had it on. Yeah, and, it's very interesting. Yeah, that is. Yours that... just did it. I heard it. <laughs> He's playing. He's playing with his phone. He couldn't resist, right? So yeah, he had to try. <laughs> so you were you were able to repeat that bug on the phone at the T-Mobile store as well. Yep, and that was going on there too, because they said if it wouldn't have been something with the software, it wouldn't happen on every phone, but on theirs, right. it was happening as well. So oh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay, that's interesting. I, there, there have been some weird bugs uh, skipping through. Like, uh, listener Jill wrote into me that her boyfriend was absolutely going bananas because they had switched the location of the one, two, three button and the emoji button on the keyboard on the iPad Pro, and it was really bothering him. And mm-hmm. in iOS twelve point zero point one, it came out that was a bug. That wasn't on wow. purpose. That wasn't an interface wow. change. And and I, I, I think when back, I saw that in the release notes, I was thinking what. One, two, three, key. What the heck are they yeah. talking about? I had to look at the to see what they're, they're talking about, the numeric keypad, basically, or switching to where you have numbers, you know? Oh, okay, okay. Looking back, I should have realized that was a bug because when I uh, I thought, okay, well, let me look at my different devices because I have the two different size iPads where she had mentioned, but also on uh, two different phones. And I noticed that on the iPhone 6 Plus that I have and my iPhone XS, they were also in different locations, depending on whether it was landscape or portrait. That that button was moving all over the place. So, oh wow, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. good thing they fixed that. That seems like kind of a noob mistake, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then there was the whole charging thing with some iPhone XSs, oh, which 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 I was not experiencing at all. So, no, I heard that uh, that actually they figured out it was the OS on the uh, charging problem because people were having the problem not on on the new phones but on on existing models. Yeah. Yep. So again, that's fixed too. So. Yeah, that's good. It's funny that everybody talked about how great the betas were and nothing was wrong with the betas. And as soon that's as the real one comes too. out, we're like, yeah, this doesn't work and this doesn't work and this doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard too. Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, let's see, you you guys both wrote something down about the microphones. 
What is it? What is it you're experiencing, Nurse, on that? Well, what I was explaining is how now on um, the four microphones they work for <coughs> stereo, um, stereo recording only on video. Um, yeah. And uh, what I was saying is we they should implement that into voice memos because it would be good, and you wouldn't have to adapt an extra a different microphone just for stereo. Oh, let me get you to elaborate on that, Nurse. So you're saying if you're recording a video and you've got two people on opposite sides of the phone, you the internal microphones would pick up stereo on that? Yep. Yeah, they'll record in stereo. But only only on video, not in audio. No. Yep. No, because I, I, I tested it with uh, the, uh, you know, voice memos app and uh also um um jonathan mosen uh who's you know well known in the uh um uh, adaptive tech industry he he had um you know tested it with another um uh another app called ferrite yeah, and yeah, and, and um he he uh got the same results no no um that's weird that's really odd, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so uh, and 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 when Apple in their their uh, keynote had uh, talked about stereo recording, um, they had they had said it was for for video, and I was thinking, okay, well, that's good. Hopefully, that will be the case for audio apps as well, because yeah, why uh, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't it be? So, hmm. uh, so do you guys do rec- uh, audio recordings with uh, with your phones? Yep, I do. Most of the time, I um, I do it with a a, a Zoom H two N that I've got, and I was I was really hoping that that uh, stereo recording would uh, you know uh, be available in audio apps as well. But I guess. As of right now, it's video only, which is... That is strange, yeah. And the microphones on the iPhones have traditionally been really good. Surprisingly they are. good. They are. In fact, Nurus, are you coming in uh, straight from an iPhone right now? I can. I'm now on my headset. But oh, okay. You are in a headset. Okay. I did that now just for... That way it can be a bit quieter, but yeah... Okay. On the iPhone, it sounds really cool, though. People say they can hear, although I want to test something because some people say they don't hear me at all on, on the phone. So Interesting. I might just switch to that and try it and see if it comes clear. Yeah. You know, I uh, it's funny you bring up the Zoom H2, Dan, and, and in the context of the microphones on the iPhone, I was in Belgium and I did an interview with a gentleman named Nightwise. We were outdoors yeah, in his cafe. Yeah. And yeah, I, I had that. I had my Zoom H2 there, and I had my iPhone. And the the problem I have with the Zoom H2 is it, the display is really hard to read. And probably right. at least sixty five percent of the time, when I think I've started a recording, I've actually stopped it. So I happen to also use my, right. my iPhone, and I had my iPhone instead of being smart and putting the this the holding it upside down so the microphone was on top. The microphone was at the bottom of my hand, and it still came out really clear. Right, right. 
I mean, and that was, man, that was a long time ago. That was like seven or eight years ago. So that was a, a much older phone. So they do keep improving these, but that seems like a real miss. That that just seems like somebody forgot to flip a bit to not have stereo on the audio. Yeah, device. yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I really hope that's uh, something that can be fixed in software. Yeah, I mean, you have to. Yeah, of course it could be, right? Yeah. I mean, the microphones are there. The wires are connected. It's not like oh, right, right, right. Very true. Yeah. All right, Dan, I want, I, I want you to not answer this question for Neris. I want to hear Neris by herself on this one. Um, <laughs> as, as a woman, the form factor, what do you think of the, uh, you went from the seven, not the seven plus, right? The seven to the 10? Yeah. So what do you, what do you feel about uh, the form factor, holding it in your hand and fitting it in a purse or a pocket? How do you carry it? That sort of thing. Uh, I sometimes have it in my purse or try to put it in the pocket, although it doesn't fit that well. So I'd rather Girl just pockets keep it are on. Stupid. I'd rather keep it on the, on a purse and keep it in the front zipper of the purse. But how about for the size of your hand and, and reachability and. Yeah, my hand is a lot smaller than the phone, <laughs> but I don't have a problem holding it or anything. It still feels comfortable to me due to the size of the screen and how big the phone is. Yeah. Now, does does a bigger screen have any advantage for you as a voiceover user? Mm, not really. At least not that I would think. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I mean, if would an iPhone four size phone be the same in terms of accessibility for you as a as a XS Max would be? I think the XS Max would be more challenging for me due to the fact that there's keys that are more spread out and things are a bit more spread too on bigger phones like those. And it would feel weird just holding a <laughs> big phone to my ear. <laughs> You're right. holding a waffle to your head. Well, <laughs> I guess I did an unfair comparison seeing the iPhone 4 because you actually get fewer icons on screen with the teeniest phones. But one of the things I was I was curious about was from the 10 to the 10s, you don't actually get more icons on screen. So they would simply be farther apart and harder to reach for you. What's I fun, Yeah, although on a smaller screen, it's not hard for me. It's more mainly the big screens. Like if I use big iPhones or a big tablet, it's, it's more spread out and things are a bit more different in that sense. All right, Dan, the ban is off. You're allowed to talk again. Um, I, I wanted to isolate the woman's view there. So uh, as a man, the the I want to talk to you about what did you think of the, the form factor of this 10 versus the 7, the 10S, I should say, versus the 7? I like the uh, the uh, form factor of the 10s. It's uh, you know not not um, not that big of a difference from the seven. Uh, you know I, I, I'm still I'm still able to uh, handle the device okay, and it's it's uh, it's fine. And uh, I I I didn't go for the uh, 10s Max because well <laughs> that's that's putting on iPad mini size almost. <laughs> so I don't want to, I don't want to look like I was uh, holding a big tablet to my ear. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, well, that, that's a question I want I want to place to you that I also put to Neuris there is, is does, does having a bigger screen have advantages for you as a voiceover user? I, I, I don't think so. It, it, it doesn't really seem to uh, make that much of a difference. Um, you know, really, and 
back in 2012, I'd had a, a, um, an iPad for a while. Uh, it was an iPad three at the time. And I just, I just thought it was too big and it just, just didn't, I don't know. It didn't help. My whole, it didn't help. Things. And I was using my phone more than I was the iPad. So I, I, I decided, ah, that iPad's not for me. So right, I don't right. think I'd ever get an iPad again. <laughs> Looks like your bird woke up again. He uh, did. Yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. What about getting more text on screen when you want to read? Uh, it does That doesn't help? Um, no. Not really, huh? Uh, that's no. kind of where I ended up. Uh, I, I my friend David did try to convince me to go try the uh, 10s Max because he said that he he heard me saying, "Well, the 10s feels like a 10 to me," and he said, "Well, go get the 10s Max and then it'll feel different." He's like, "Well, yeah, but it was just bigger, you know." It, yeah, I, yeah, it didn't seem to be yeah. as big of an advantage as I somehow felt going with the Plus from the uh, standard size phone before. Um, what about? Uh, what about the so the size of it didn't matter to you in terms of pocketability or anything like no, that? No, no, no. It was it was just the same as the seven. I, I thought it was um, you know no no difference there. Okay, interesting. Um, boy, that bird's really getting loud there. Uh, Nurse, did uh, do you take any pictures with your camera with your phone? Uh, yeah, sometimes I have my parents take pictures and stuff. No, but what about you? Do you use, I understand there's the, uh, the ability to say like one face on the screen, two faces on the screen. Yeah, I've tried, uh, doing that and uh, it, it's, it's a hit and miss with that. Cause sometimes you point your phone, right? And sometimes you don't. And there's no way of knowing after the fact, right? You only know with the warnings ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you use any of the tools that allow you to to scan labels or or uh, you know get assistance from others through you know uploading a photo to say do I have the oven on a hundred degrees or four hundred degrees or any of those? Actually, no, I haven't really heard of any of it do that yet. As oh. far as for me, yeah, there's there's a a service where you can upload a photo and somebody people just monitor it to where you can say uh, you know I just took a picture of my bed can someone tell me if my cufflinks are on it because I can't find them <laughs> you know that sort of thing all right uh, let's see Dan what what are your over overall thoughts on the 10s is it worth the uh, upgrade for you I'd say it is yeah it's 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 uh, it uh, definitely is and um, you know just I just wanted to you know upgrade so that I would you know have the latest um, device and not be really behind as uh, you know developers you know when they update their apps they they update them to uh, uh, support the device so I don't want to eventually have a uh, you know unsupported device that was going to be sure. I, I'm really tempted to say something that that I I don't think most people realize about blind people is you guys want to do everything everybody else. Yeah, wants and, to do. and and that's right. And yeah, that's the thing that, do. and that's the thing that we can do with with you know Apple products. We're on a you know equal uh, equal playing field as everybody else. We can we can go in and you know pay the same price for an Apple product as. Everybody else would, uh, like in 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 comparison, like back in well, this is still the case. 
if you want like really you know good decent access to the Windows platform, you you usually end up having to pay you know the you know cost of a a, a computer, be it a desktop or laptop, and the the most like the, the best screen reader for Windows, which is draws for Windows, it's it's uh, upwards of a thousand dollars. So wow, wow. So it. That's that's what I really like about Apple products is you know we can go in. You're, you're not paying a premium for right, it. It's right, just, it's just get it. there. <laughs> what? Well, wait, let me change the way I said that. You're not paying any more premium than right, I am. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Which is definitely already a premium, <laughs> on that, right? Right. Yeah, you know, I uh, I go to the CSUN um, persons with disabilities. Wait, they changed the name of it. What is it called now? They got a better name. But anyway, assistive technology. Right. That's what it is. And I, I interviewed a, a guy with a, a device called the OrCam that hooks on your glasses and it yeah, takes pictures yeah. and mm. tells you, gives you instant feedback and everything. And I just got a, a notice from them saying, hey, we're offering $500 off. And this thing is $3,500. It's And they're all excited because it's not as expensive oh, as wow. most stuff <laughs> used to be. It's like, wow. Yeah. Now, do you use uh, do you use Braille on your iPhone? I do uh, occasionally, yeah. and um, again, that's another thing that is very you know expensive to uh, to get into. If you want a a, 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 a good quality Braille display, um, you're looking at upwards of you know three to four thousand dollars, and uh, wow. a uh, lot of uh, organizations they have. Uh, collaborated on a less expensive uh, display. Um, the uh, American Printing House for the Blind at APH.org. Uh, they're the uh, ones that are selling in uh, in the U.S. at least. It's it's called the uh, Orbit Reader. It's selling for I believe somewhere around five hundred. But to, oh, wow. to tell you the truth. I I I don't like it from what I've heard. That thing is noisy when when uh, mm. um, it it uh, uh, refreshes. Oh my gosh! It it's it's loud. It's yeah. Now that's interesting. So what that gives you a little bit of feedback into is. Um, now, my understanding was that it was harder to make these inexpensive because of the clearances of the of the little pegs going the up pins. and down, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. little actuators yeah. get it built. Yeah, and so maybe it's it's not that hard to get them to align, but it's hard to get them quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But five hundred dollars, I mean, at least that's getting that smells closer to accessible to a lot more. It people. is. It is. Actually, it says four fifty. Now that's only that's only a twenty. Digi- that's a twenty digit display, which is not a lot, right? No. So that's like that's twenty letters right, to right. those of us who cited, right? You're see- you're seeing twenty letters at a time. Yes. The, the yeah. Better ones are what in the thirties? Uh, I think is that right? You can get ones that are forty and even eighty cells. Um, oh wow! Wow. Um. Well, it's good to hear that they're doing that. But getting back to the iPhone for everybody, so how do you use uh, uh, Braille with the iPhone? Um, I 
I use it to uh, um, read stuff from from time to time. Um, so you're attaching a Braille display to the phone, right? Okay. okay. Via Bluetooth, but you can also type with via Braille Bluetooth. on the phone, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, via yeah. Bluetooth. Okay. Yeah, via Bluetooth. But you can also type on the screen. You can, in yes. Braille. Is that yes. correct? Yes. Uh, voiceover. Um, if you go into um, settings, general accessibility voiceover, the it it has a Braille screen input option that you can um, enable. Um, I'm I'm not a big user of it, but uh, um, okay. Some some uh, uh, friends of mine are, and they they love it. They they. they That's good. <laughs> Again, just like everybody else, everybody's different. You're right. right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want you to answer for all blind people. The I, two of you, you you guys represent right, everybody. Right. You're not not your personal opinions. This you are answering for every voiceover <laughs> user. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I like it. So uh, let's let's close this out with uh, Nurse. Why don't you tell us whether you think overall was this worth the upgrade? I would say yes. This was worth the upgrade, definitely. And if anyone has an older phone and they need a new one, I'd recommend it for sure. And what what do you put in that category that made it made it better for you? We heard a lot of bugs, but we didn't hear a lot of good things. <laughs> well, the good thing is that um, it's a lot faster. The CPU is better, better processor, and Overall, everything seems to open a lot quicker and close, and just everything works really good. All right. And no home button. That's the main main thing. One less, <laughs> one less moving part. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Well, you know, that is funny how many people complained about that, and yet how many people had broken home buttons? Yeah. So you actually, overall, both of you would say you prefer not having the home button. Yeah, definitely. Oh, good. Yeah, I did mean to say very be- uh, at the very beginning when you were describing how it makes clicks to tell you whether you've gone to the um, app switcher or whether you're about to quit or, or, you know, go back to the home screen. It sounded like you get more feedback than yeah. me. Interesting. Because it's, it's, it's really easy to end up in the wrong spot for me anyway, where I think I'm trying to do one thing and I get the other reaction from Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think I'm going to cut us off here. I really appreciate you guys coming in and, uh, you know, happy white cane day. Uh, Dan, if people wanted to, uh, to track your online presence, how would they follow you? Uh, uh, Twitter is good. And uh, that is at V as in Victor, A, Alpha, number three, E as in Echo, T, Tango, S, Sierra. So, so they can uh, follow me there. It sounds like they could find you on ham radio there too. As well. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So that's V a three E T S, which I read in my head as vets every time (laughs) (laughs) I get stuck every time. And uh, nurse, how would people follow your activities online? At N U R I S J C two is my Twitter handle. Perfect. Perfect. I've got that on there for, uh, I've got that both in the show notes and uh, really appreciate you guys coming on. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining the show, and thanks for being uh, fun, no silica ways all these years. All right. Yeah, thanks. no problem, I'll Take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Chit Chat Across the Pond. This show is not supported by ads. It's supported by you. If you learn from the show, or even if you're just merely entertained by the shows, please consider supporting the show. 
If you go to podfeet.com, there's a big red button in the top banner that says support the show. If you click it, that will reveal to you several ways to contribute. You can pledge a monthly amount using Patreon. You can use the Amazon affiliate link for your country. You can make a one-time donation using PayPal. Or you can record a listener review, which is an awesome way to contribute. You can always chat directly with me via Twitter at Podfeet or email me at allison at podfeet.com. You can join the conversation in Facebook by going to podfeet.com slash Facebook or on Google Plus at podfeet.com slash Google Plus. Thanks for listening and stay subscribed.